Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Texas High Sports Podcast. I'm Jesse. I'm Brandon. And it's championship weekend in the NFL. We have the San Francisco 49ers visiting the Philadelphia Eagles fighting for the NFC Championship. And the Cincinnati Bengals will visit the Kansas City Chiefs fighting for the AFC Championship. And the winner of those games will have earned the right to represent their conference in Super Bowl 57. I can't believe we're already at that time of the year, but I'm excited. It um, definitely feels like the the season started yesterday. It really does. And I think part of that's because we didn't start the podcast until week 15 or something. We've had so much fun doing it. It's like, gosh, football's about to be over. Now we're going to have to transition to some some other sports, which will be exciting for, for sure to kind of change up the, the topics a little bit. But yep. I am going to miss football for sure. Um. So the, the Niners and Eagles, that's the first game on Sunday, uh, roughly 3 o'clock or 2 o'clock or something like that. Um, so I guess let's start there. Uh, wh- wh- where do you want to start? 49ers, Eagles, go ahead. Um, I want to start with it, it's difficult to really pick a team in this one, um, in this matchup specifically, just because both teams in the last, I'd say, month or two, have really shown a lot of potential. Um, obviously, the Eagles have been more consistent, but with the 49ers losing three quarterback or two quarterbacks, you know, considering those circumstances, they've done very well. So, um, I think it'll be exciting to see that game. It's like I said, it's difficult to pick a winner because, you know, 49ers struggled offensively against the Cowboys, um, and the Eagles just blew out the Giants, but. Giants and Cowboys are nowhere near the same. Um, but I, I think this is going to be a really good matchup. I mean, it's two really good defenses against, you know, arguably one of the better defenses in the league and the 49ers, who, you know, have been one of the best defenses or offenses in the league. Um, so it'll be interesting to see kind of how it plays out. Yeah, and it'll be interesting because I feel like the more games that Brock Purdy plays, the more defenses and teams kind of hone in on what it is that he does and doesn't do well. Um, and I think you kind of saw it a little bit against the Cowboys, and un- unfortunately they weren't able to capitalize on some of the things that he was doing. But, um, I mean, you saw it even in the first playoff game against Seattle. He kind of threw up a, a few balls there that, you know, he had a couple of turnovers, I believe, in that game. Um, Could have had a few in the Cowboys game if – uh, you know, they could hold on to the ball and not commit penalties and stuff. But, um, you know, I feel like against a team like the Eagles, who, you know, unlike the Cowboys, who have been up and down, the Eagles kind of been I – mean, you take out the time that Jalen Hurts missed, right, where they lost a couple of games there. Um, but, I mean, you lose your starting quarterback, you're allowed to lose games. Um, but when Jalen Hurts has played, they have been one of the best teams, if not the best team all year. And that's on offense and defense. So I wonder if this is the week where Brock Purdy kind of, like, you know, they they know exactly what he is going to do and what he's not going to do. You know, they have Darius Slay in the back in the back end. Um, you know, really the Eagles' whole defense is pretty good. So he makes a couple of those throws and gives Jalen Hurts and that offense extra possessions. 
could be game over even if the Niners have a great day on defense. And one thing, you know, that kind of, you kind of mentioned, um, not 100%, but, you know, at some point they're going to find out his number and they're going to get it. Um, we saw a lot of it in the Cowboys game. They were getting to him a lot, um, a lot of pressures. He got out of a lot of them. He made some bad throws. And, you know, like you said, the Cowboys couldn't capitalize. But at some point, you know, he's won, what is it, like eight games in a row, seven games in a row? At some point he's going to have a loss. Um, you know, it's just like, you know, with Jalen Hurts, this lingering shoulder injury for the past month, you know, at some point, if he doesn't get the proper rest, um, you know, that could could become detrimental to them. Um, so it's definitely going to be, uh, you know, will this happen this week or will it happen next year? You know, because I think it's not completely out of the question whether the 49ers could potentially win a Super Bowl and Brock Purdy would go the rest of the season without losing a game for these next two and then even start the season next year because then the 49ers have a big decision to make do they keep Jimmy G do they keep Trey Lance do they keep Brock Purdy you know they're gonna have a big decision on their head if that uh if it comes down to that yeah and I really think because prior to the season starting they restructured Jimmy Garoppolo's deal made it a one-year deal with a lot of money up front and so he'll be a free agent next season, uh, next you know this off season. So I don't see him coming back. You know, I I don't see how you go back to Trey Lance when you've gotten this much out of Brock Purdy. Um, on the other hand, you know you look at the Niners and what they gave up to get Trey Lance. You know they gave up a multiple first round pick, second round pick. So you know, do you want to just throw that away because? Was basically what you'd be doing and you know you got Nick Bosa coming up who's going to want a big time contract and be one of the probably the highest paid defensive player in the league you have uh, Debo's deal you just signed um, you're going to have uh, Warner linebacker Fred Warner is going to need a new deal um, so yeah I mean Brandon Ayuk is going to need a new deal soon mm-hmm. uh, you got Christian McCaffrey on the books now so you have a lot of things going on there. Uh, so that'll be interesting in the off-season for us to kind of keep an eye on um, as we head into next season, who's yeah. going to be the quarterback there. Um, you know, another thing I want to talk about is related to the Eagles. You know, they, they had the Giants uh, last weekend and absolutely demolished them from start to finish. Like, it, it was never close at all. Um, it was close at kickoff when it was 0-0, zero to zero, and that was the last time it was close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I was kind of surprised watching that game, you know, especially like you mentioned, Jalen Hurts' shoulder injury. How did they not get him rest in that game? Like, he played most of the game. So it's like you yeah, had I mean, an opportunity once, to get him some extra rest there. Yeah, and once once you have that lead and you feel comfortable, I mean, they have one of the best defenses. Put that trust in the defense and let Jalen Hurts sit, let him get that early rest because um, he's going to need it. Unless that bye week or that – first round by you know he got a lot of rest and you know didn't do much but i'm just not 100 percent convinced that he is has no more injury you know just like mahomes i wouldn't say he's completely healed in two weeks um you know there's still gonna be some lingering factors as far as those injuries go um another thing that's kind of surprising to me you know about the eagles giants game was daniel jones you know you're you're fighting for this contract 
and you just piss the bed for lack of better words you know you i understand you're playing one of the best defenses but you got to do something and i understand he doesn't have much he has saquon and that's really it um he has no targets as far as that offense goes and the defense struggles a lot as well but you gotta you gotta show it um you know, I don't think they gave up till the very end, but you know, I, I think that they could easily franchise tag one of them and hold off on the contract talks because I think they want to see a little more. But Daniel Jones played out of his mind this year. I think this was his best year out of the last four. You know, and you look at where the Giants are, and you're kind of getting away from the championship games for just a second, but you look where the Giants are. Um, headed into the off season, like this was a successful season for them because I don't think anyone thought they would be a winning team, much less a playoff team. So, um, but I mean, looking ahead that they're kind of in a bad spot because ideally you would franchise Daniel Jones and no, I'm sorry, franchise Saquon Barkley and sign Daniel Jones. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I if I was the Giants, I don't think I've seen enough good football out of him to say I want to give him a long term deal. So then I would want to franchise him because it's the only other option you would have. But then that means either letting Saquon walk or giving Saquon a big contract. And we know giving running backs a big second contract just doesn't work because you look at I mean the Panthers did it and traded McCaffrey. The Cowboys did it with Zeke and have regretted it every year since. And, I mean, desperately looking for a way to get out of that contract, and they might get out of it this offseason, but that's not a guarantee either. Uh, and Zeke is not even remotely close to what he was two two years ago, much less four. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and so that's, that's kind of the rough position that the Giants find themselves in. Um, you know, and then... From the Niners' perspective, if they can't win this game after losing the championship game last year to the Rams, that's going to be rough because I mean, they basically, I mean, clearly have the best roster in football, offense, defense wise. The only thing they don't have is a quarterback. So if they don't have a quarterback, it's like that's the only thing keeping them from winning a Super Bowl. I mean, they, they could be going for two straight. If they had somebody not named Jimmy Garoppolo last year. And one thing that, you know, you mentioned that they don't have a quarterback, but, you know, last year people were saying that Jimmy G is not the reason why they're winning. You know, even this year after they added CMC, they're saying Jimmy G is not the reason they're winning. And then Brock Purdy comes in for the injured Jimmy G. And all of a sudden it's the quarterback. I'm not you know, saying downplaying how well he's playing, but keep it, keep it the same. It, it's an all around effort. Um, he is not, you know, he's not the reason they're winning. So, you know, single handedly, but he's definitely helping. And I think even Jimmy Garoppolo would win in this, with this team. Yeah. I think people mostly say that cause they just look at like the basic t- statistics of like, points per game and the Niners are averaging almost a touchdown more per game with Purdy at quarterback versus Garoppolo. But I just think that's too that's too narrow focus to look at something, especially on a small sample size. 
because, I mean, in that alone, you have two games against the Seahawks who were meh at best. Um, a Tampa Bay team at home that was struggling and lost by 28 or 35, I don't even know. Um, you know, a Cardinals team that had its third and fourth string quarterback playing. Um, you also had the Raiders with Jared Stidham. Who um, almost lost. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of teams in there where, like, they put up a lot of points, but you look at who they played and, and how the games went, and it's like, okay, well, but, like, they probably would have done that same thing with Garoppolo, too. And, and another thing is, you know, that I want to point out, because you brought up the, you know, basically a whole touchdown more per game. You also have to remember that's, I think, three weeks after Christian McCaffrey came over to the team, so he got more comfortable. So I think it's a, a combination of everything. I'm not, down, like I said, downplaying Brock Purdy, but I definitely don't think he is the main reason why they are succeeding the way that they are. Yeah, I you know, I think it's, it's really interesting because in today's NFL, you like it's so dependent on the quarterback and the play caller for the team's success. I mean, you see a little bit of it all the time. Like the Cowboys, like is Dak the answer? Is Dak not the answer? I don't know. But some people would argue Kellen Moore is great at his job and Dak isn't doing enough. And some people would argue Dak is really good at what he does, but Kellen Moore lacks creativity. Like you, you need both. And I find the Niners are the one team in the league where it's like you – like they're successful regardless of like I could play quarterback in that system and I feel like Kyle Shanahan would just be like, Hey, do this, 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 and this and we'll be fine. So it's it's really um I think he's definitely making a name for himself as far as clearly being one of the best coaches in the league. Um and it's really cool to see because it's like theoretically if they kept doing that, they could just keep drafting random quarterbacks, never give a quarterback a long term deal, never commit, you know, Forty, fifty million dollars to one player, and keep the team stacked around the quarterback position. Just every four or five years, just change it out, which would be wild. But it hasn't also also it hasn't gotten them a Super Bowl. So until it does that, you can't say it works a hundred percent. Yeah. Um. Hmm. What else you want to talk about for this game before we make our pick? Um, I think that's really it. I mean, I, I feel like we covered all the points of uh points of emphasis on you know what's important to watch out for yeah um it'll definitely be a good one uh hopefully everybody will get a chance to watch that on sunday um i oh one thing i did want to talk about before we make my my pick here um the matchup i think everyone should pay attention to is how does the 49ers defense defend jalen hurts in the run game because having a quarterback as athletic and as fast as jalen hurts they haven't seen that since Justin Fields in week one. But I can tell you right now, the Justin Fields we saw in week one for the Bears is not the Justin Fields we saw week 13 onward this year. So, And another thing I want I want to you know point out is the 49ers are playing two back-to-back tough teams with, with good defenses, whereas the Eagles have had, you could argue and say last week was a bye week as well. Or practice for all that matter. Yeah, and then you know the weeks before that, it was you know they played the Giants third string to so the final week of the season. They played the Saints, who were okay. You know, 
And then they played the Cowboys before that, so it's like, when's the last time the Eagles were really tested, you know? Uh-huh. So it would be interesting because it, it depends on what's, what team you want to win. You can make an argument easy that the Niners are going to go in there and win or the Eagles are going to win. So it be a very good game to watch. Um, Agreed. Our season-long, or I guess kind of season-long competition, um, it officially ended this weekend. I went 3-1, and one, Brandon went 1-3. and three. Uh, That gives me a four-game lead in the competition with three games left to play. Uh, so on our next episode, Brandon will have a nicely worded uh, paragraph or two to say about me, about how awesome his brother is, so... Everybody's going to want to tune in for that. Everybody's going to want to take notes on how awesome I am. That'll be great. Um, no, but really, we're, we're looking forward to... Uh, I think next year we're going to try and put some money on it, maybe. Uh, just a small amount. Neither one of us are trying to get rich off each other. But just put some money on it, and we'll, we'll do a whole season-long competition, week one, all the way to the Super Bowl. And uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see who comes out on top over the course of four or five months worth of game picks but um since i won i'll go first this week i usually make brandon go first but i'll go first this week um so for the eagles niners game um i don't really know who i want to win obviously as a cowboys fan i don't really root for the eagles under any circumstances um but as of right now i wouldn't say i'm just dying to root for the niners either um so, I really think, I don't know. The, I know the Niners have the better defense, but the Eagles have the better quarterback, I think. But the Niners have the better offensive play caller, in my opinion. Um, you know, and I keep thinking this Brock Purdy, like, the magic's going to run out on this thing. Um, but gosh... I don't know. I've, I've said it all year long. I, I kind of worry about the Eagles competition. They've had the easiest schedule all year. Um, I think it'll be a close one. I'm going to roll with Kyle Shanahan. I don't think he's going to lose two conference cha- championship games in a row. Uh, I think the Niners are going to go to the Super Bowl, so I'm going to pick the Niners in this one. Yeah, um... I made the mistake last week of choosing the Bills over the Bengals when I chose the Bengals to uh, make it to the Super Bowl. I learned from a mistake. Um, I'm also not going to root for the Eagles. Uh, That's something I don't think I would ever do, no matter who they are playing. Um, So, yeah, I'm going to take the 49ers as well. Okay. Um, Game number two. Uh, let's talk a little bit about that one. Uh, so that's going to be Bengals at the Chiefs for the second consecutive season. Yeah, it's it's going to be a fun one. Um, I I think all, we can all agree that the um, that the Bengals are one of the best all around teams in the NFL, um, and potentially even the best in the AFC, um, depending on who you're a fan of or where you stand on that. Um, I think it'll be a, a very good game nonetheless. Patrick Mahomes, even without targets, outside of Kelsey. Um, obviously, as Juju and uh, what's his name, Tony. But I think the uh, I think the Bengals just have 
the better defense, and I think they could stop Patrick Mahomes either way. Um, he's really good at what he does, but the Bengals, I think, are just slightly better in this sense. And obviously losing Tyreek was a big thing for Mahomes, and I think that'll that'll affect him. Affect him. And, uh, yeah, it'll, it'll be a fun game to watch nonetheless, though. Yeah. Um, so for those that don't know, uh, I, I lived in Kansas City for a time recently. Um, it's actually where I met my fiancé. Uh, so whenever the Cowboys aren't playing or they're not playing the Chiefs, I do root for the Chiefs personally. Um, and also being from Texas with Mahomes being from Texas, it's easy to root for them. Um, I've thought a lot about this one because obviously I, I guess I want the Chiefs to win. Um, and the Bengals are my Super Bowl pick, or they were. Um, but man, I, if I pick the Bengals, I'm saying that Mahomes and the Chiefs are going to lose to the Bengals four times in a row. And I was, you know, I was actually like, yeah, I think that could happen. And it, it could. Um, until I heard Mahomes' press conference two days ago. And nobody asked him about this. But they asked him a question about uh, Bengals fans calling Arrowhead Burrowhead. And Mahomes' response was, as well as Kelsey, Kelsey said something similar. They both said, we don't pay attention to that sort of thing. And then Mahomes took it a step further and said that he's focused on the game at hand because he knows that they've beaten them three times in a row. And he just had this look in his eyes of like, yeah, they've got my number three times in a row. I'd be damned they get my number four. At home, AFC Championship game. Um, this is going to be his fifth conference championship in a row. And yet he, you know, he hasn't been in the Super Bowl in two years. He hasn't won it in three. Um, I, I think, I think this is where the Chiefs get their revenge for what's happened the last two seasons with the Bengals. Um, and I also think that last week, you know, the the Bills defense they couldn't take advantage of the Bengals missing three offensive linemen. Because uh, they don't have Von Miller with him being out for the season on a torn ACL. Um, but I think the Chiefs defense, you know, they, they might be a little weaker in the back end of things than the Bills. But I think they're much stronger up front with Chris Jones, Frank Clark. Um, you know, they have a couple other guys. They have George Karlaftis from the draft, a rookie um, out of Purdue. So... I think that pass rush is going to feast a little bit on Joe Burrow, which will be nothing he hasn't dealt with before because when he went to the Super Bowl last year, they had the worst offensive line in the league. So something he's definitely capable and, and has played through before. Um, but, man, I, I we've all seen Mahomes' magic in Kansas City with the Bills the last two years. And, you know, you, you got to remember, I, I think people forget this too. When you look back at the championship game last year, the Bengals won in overtime after Mahomes played one of the worst halves of football he's might he maybe has played his whole career. I think he had two interceptions in the second half, including one in overtime. 
And I, that's not something you can just take to the bank. It's going to happen again. Like that, probably not happening. Yeah. Um, and I also heard someone point this out this week too. In all of Burrow's playoff games, I don't know how many there's been, seven or eight. Um, he has only scored 27 points one time. Wow. In Mahomes' playoff career, they have scored 28 points or more, I think, four or five times. Um, so, you know, I think that's a factor. And they took it a step further. The Bengals have gone six straight playoff games. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Six six straight playoff games without an offensive touchdown in the fourth quarter or overtime. Wow. Yeah. And that'll affect you a lot. And we know Mahomes can score in the fourth quarter. If he's down, he's not going a whole quarter without scoring a touchdown. It yeah. ain't happening. Um, so I'm going to take Kansas City in this one. I think Mahomes gets his revenge, and I think the Chiefs go to their third Super Bowl in the last five years. As awesome as that would be, um, you know, with you being my brother, being a Kansas City fan by law, because you have no choice, or else you're sleeping in the doghouse. Um, you know, I would love to see Patrick Mahomes go to number three in five years. I mean, he's just building up his resume over Tom Brady. I think if he can continue on this hot streak, he has no doubt a chance to be better than Tom Brady as far as a career goes. Um I think this is going to be the ultimate test for him, though. You know, I think if he makes it to the Super Bowl, I think he has an easy win. But the problem is getting to the Super Bowl. He has to get through, like I said, one of the toughest teams in the NFL. Um, so if he can get through this, I, I think they can win this. Hopefully that ankle isn't uh, bothering him too much, you know, because that's going to keep him in the pocket, keep him from running. And that's a big part of his game. If he doesn't find a target in a short amount of time, He's running, or he's going to scramble, get out of the pocket, and, you know, get some open men. So it'll be interesting to see what he can do um, as far as that goes. I'm hoping that they win, but I'm I'm just not 100% confident that they can pull it off against a tough Bengals team. Um, but, you know, who am I, who am I to uh, – what do I know? You know, the the – Chiefs still have Chris Jones, who could definitely put pressure on Joe Burrow. Um, but the Bengals, I think, just have the better defense. So no, I think no matter what, it'll be a good game. You know, it's just, Mahomes is a lot like Brady. He can have the worst team in the NFL, and he's going to help that team still go over 500 and potentially make the playoffs. So even without a great team, I think Mahomes still makes a way uh, to the Super Bowl. With that being said, though, um, I'm going Bengals. Okay. And uh, one thing to, to just kind of keep an eye on heading into the weekend, uh, Travis Kelsey was added to the injury report today uh, with a really? back with a back injury. That's big. That's big. Um, he did practice in full, so I don't know how much of an injury it is. Um, but, I mean, he's on the report. And he wasn't before, so it's not nothing. He, he just needs some potassium. He needs a banana. Um, so that'll be something to keep an eye on. I, I don't see him missing the game, obviously. No, not at all. But, um, you know, obviously if he did, that would uh, – I would go Bengals for sure. But Yeah, no doubt. 
Um, but he's not missing the game. But I just wanted to put that out there. He is on the injury report. I didn't, I hadn't heard that yet. Um, so next week, uh, we'll we'll know who's going to be playing for the Super Bowl. Um, there won't be a game next weekend. Uh, it'll be the Pro Bowl, but I'm not really going to talk about that because it's useless. Um, so next week, uh, we'll probably we'll preview a little bit of the Super Bowl, but we'll kind of save that for the week after. Um, next week, we will talk about kind of who's accepted the head coaching jobs at different places. I know the the Panthers have a new coach. Um, Cowboys had some big news on their coaching staff yesterday. Uh, I'm reading something right now talking about Aaron Rodgers, and the headline says Packers expected to consider trading Aaron Rodgers to AFC team in the offseason. Wow. So, yeah. Um, so we'll talk about that. And uh, I kind of read in some of the places he might end up. It's very interesting. I'll, I'll say that for sure. Um, and some of the reports kind of coming out of Green Bay at the moment are a little dicey. So uh, yeah. we'll have we'll have that in uh, – Probably, probably start mixing in some other sports here starting next week as well. Um, any uh, last last words before we sign off of here? No, I, I think that's it. I think we covered everything that we needed to cover. All right. Well, uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. It's a little bit shorter, but uh, with only two games to talk about and um, kind of all of our focus right now being on, you know, the last few weeks of football. Uh you know, we'll start transitioning to different sports as we move forward. But uh, for Texas Size Sports, I'm Jesse. I'm Brandon. And we'll see you next week. See ya.